the new channel. The new channel. Hashtag TNC now. The views, opinions, and insights expressed in the following shows are those of the host, producers, guests, and viewers. They do not necessarily reflect the position of the channel. Viewer discretion is advised. Well, hello and welcome to the new channel. We're here not only to help you to see the new you, but to be the new you. I'm Dr. Michelle Moross, live streaming from a hotel in Baltimore, Maryland. Welcome to Mental Shift. Well, hello, good day to everyone into the Philippines. Magandang umaga sanyong lahat. Tonight, my guest is an executive business coach and author. He's a certified focal point business and executive coach where he collaborates with entrepreneurs, business owners, senior managers, and leaders to achieve growth, professional mastery, and team cohesion. He is a graduate of the U.S. Naval Academy and achieved a successful career in leading military and cross-functional teams. An avid student of biblical themes and encourages people to move forward, Kadima, toward achieving their dreams. He is the author of a book called Kadima, Mastering Your Destiny Through Cool Persistence. He presents concepts on clarity of purpose, positive self-talk, dreaming big, developing an action plan, accountability traits, and harmonizing time between self, relationships, and career. Please welcome my guest tonight, Marshall Dumlau. How are you doing, Dr. Michelle? I am like having so much fun with all this <laughs> chaos. <laughs> well, thank you for joining me and, and, and for you know tolerating me doing, let's go up the elevator, let's go down the elevator, let's go up the elevator. <laughs> this is great. Well, thank you for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. I'm so glad you took time out of your incredibly busy schedule. Mm -hmm. And I, I know I invited you on the show before and then we couldn't get you on and so I wanted you on because this is my last show before this new season and I wanted you on here as quickly as I could because I know there's things that are happening in your world like number one I met you at a speaker camp number mm -hmm. two I've been with you through your launching of your brand new book and yeah. three I know what you're doing in the coming year and I wanted to make sure that my viewers got to experience one everything about you and to have the ability to get a hold of your book, learn more about what you do with Kadima and mm -hmm. the background behind it. Now, before we go into all of that, the show is called Mental Shift. Sure. And I would love for you to share with the audience what brought you into the coaching world? What did you do? Because it says Naval Academy. So what were you doing before? What happened in your life that you said, you know what, I, I have a mental shift. I'm, I'm going to do something else. And if you could share that bit of the story, that would be lovely. Oh, I'd love to. Well, uh, as you know, 24 years in the military and then also 15 years in federal service in DOD. 
Uh, and then I got sick with COVID actually. I was actually hospitalized. And so that transformation, at least when I came out of the hospital uh, in uh, 2021, December, I uh, just thought about all the different things that I wanted to do in life and, and things and shifted my, my perspective and saying that, you know, there's a lot of things out there still that I haven't experienced. And more importantly is to pass on these values that I've learned from various mentors and coaches, leaders uh, in the Navy and in DOD. And how do you pass that on to the younger generation? And so that really was the transformation. And so I decided in December 2021, when I started writing down my journal and my goals, like what did I want to do in the year? I said I was going to get into executive coaching by December 22nd, 2022. And it happened when I met you actually September 10th after I retired, everything fell into place. And so I started my business in September, three months ahead of schedule and talked about to you about the themes of you know, how do we dream big? You know, in your book, you know, hold your crown. You had those three things, right? Love yourself, remove the negativity from yourself, everything around you, and then surround yourself with folks that love and support you. And so those things resonated with me. And, and it's like, yes, that's really it. How do you pass on these values to the younger generation to say, you know what? You have some great talents and some things and some dreams that, you know, when you put it down on an action plan and things and visualize it, it will happen. It will happen. And surrounding yourself with a positive self-talk and with positive people who elevate you. And so that was really the impetus of it. And then when you introduced me to Dr. Ken, he says, Mars, that's a great idea. Get me that book in five weeks. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> here we go. And get it in five weeks. So that was really the shift is how do you pass on these values that that I've had uh, that, again, that I wasn't always perfect and I'm not perfect and we're all human and, and learning to, how to be a leader, how to care for people, uh, that took a lot of time. And uh, part of that, too, is, um, you know, I grew up, I was uh, first generation Filipino and naturalized 74. Uh, what's very interesting uh, with my family is, you know, my dad, uh, he lost his dad when he was about 11 years old. So the the stories of grandpa and values and things like that were resonating from what my grandmother knew, what my aunts and uncles and what my dad knew. Uh, my dad, from his perspective at age 11. And so, again, that mental shift in December thinking, wow, you know, I have two great young gentlemen, you know, the 32 and 27, Mitchell and Trent uh, boys, and uh, and then say they're not married yet. And you just don't know when you're going to go. Yeah. Right. You don't know. That's actually the, the true thing is that, yes, you're going to die. You just don't know when. And so how do you pass these values, these things that if, in fact, it is time to go, that that if the kids say, well, who's grandpa? Well, here's his book, Kadima, Moving Forward. Now, do we have the image of his book? I would love to share that. I'm pretty sure we have it. And I think the one I shared is the one from Times Square. Yeah. If we have that picture, that would be lovely if we can put that up. Any luck? Um, is the staff going to do that? or? Yeah, the staff should do it. I'm pretty okay. sure I put it in there, but we'll see if they pull it up because your book is beautiful. Now, you called your book Kadima, and we said it in your intro, Moving Forward. What? Where did Kadima come from? And I know you wrote this book really as a legacy piece. So everyone will know who grandpa is really, yeah. but the world will know who grandpa is. It's, mm -hmm. it's leadership principles, but where did you get the name? And can you kind of give us a little briefing of what that book is? Sure, sure. Um, the name Kadima happened, uh, you know, a few years back, at least the theme of Kadima. Uh, I, since 2010, I've been going to Israel each year. Uh, there it is. Book. Yeah, there it is. Wow. Yeah, thank you, for, <laughs> thank you for Thank you. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. Beautiful book. And they can get that book on Amazon if they want to get the Kindle from no matter where they are in the world, right? Right, right. Um, not yet. Yes. on Not yet on Kindle, but uh, hard copy. I think they can still order it there. Okay. We'll okay. 
Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure Kindle should be coming up pretty quick then. Yeah. But yeah, that is a beautiful book. Look it up. And it's Marshall Dumlau and Kadima, if you search it on Amazon too. Mm -hmm. But okay, so what's the background? You go to the Holy Land, I heard you say. Right. Uh, ever since 2010, I've been going to the Holy Land every year, uh, usually during one of the feasts, uh, whether it's Pentecost or what they call the Feast of Tabernacles. Very busy, very very uh, awesome, just a transformational thing. And I recommend if anybody has a chance to do that, to go uh, on the feast. And the last couple of years, uh, I stopped in 2018 because 2019, the COVID and 2020, 2021, 22, I couldn't do it. But uh, the last few years there, um, my friend uh, Arthur and I would just, just pray at the Western Wall. The thing is, it was so crowded. And one of the scriptures where uh, in Exodus where, you know, uh, the uh, Israelites were ready to were just trapped between the Red Sea or the Sea of Reeds and Pharaoh's armies coming. They were like, what are we going to do? And there was a part of that said, and, and God said, you know, why are you crying to me? Move forward. And then that's when the sea parted. And so that move forward, Kadima, that theme of, you know, in life. We are all designed to move. Even when you look at the, all the 118 elements in the periodic table, atoms, protons, neutrons, everything, they're all moving. We are designed to move. And so that gave me an idea that when we started taking a step forward toward the Western Wall, people started moving out of the way. And then your dreams, things that you've you know always wanted or at least wanted to do in your life, when you put it down and start taking that first step, it's moving, right? And, and you get close to it. And a lot of friends, a lot of, uh, a lot of my colleagues, uh, I call them shipmates uh, from the Naval Academy, are all moving forward with a lot of things, doing wonderful things. And, and there was never a day, and you can ask any one of my classmates, there was never a day where we would be sitting down. <laughs> we would always move forward. And so I wanted to take that, that theme of in your life, it's okay to sit down and rest for a while. The thing about it is that we're all designed to move forward, to make the world a better place, to help out people, our community. It starts with us. We've got to help ourselves. And then it reaches to our family. And then it goes to our household, our relatives, our community, our neighbors. And then it just transforms the world. Well, you are an active uh, example. When you met me, mm -hmm. you're like, well, I'm thinking about doing, and I said, well, why don't you do this? And you mm -hmm. went, okay. The thing is, is what we found, or what you've also, mm -hmm. you're a perfect example of, is when you move with purpose. Yes. Things move out of your way so you can get it. Mm -hmm. And we talked about that at the Unapologetic Speaker Camp, about moving with purpose on the stage, too. Oh. It's everything we do, we must do with intention. And mm -hmm. God will open those doors for us. They, he will make the possibilities possible. But what we found uh, when you're, you're hesitant, you're like, well, I don't know. Maybe I can. I don't know. That's when the crowds stay in the way. But if you say, I'm going that way, and you just start moving, the waters part. Mm -hmm. And that is what I love the Kadima uh, principle that you, you share in your book, but that it's so simple, we all miss it. Yes, right? I mean, it's, you know, the unapologetic speaker camp. So I've attended two and both transformational. You know, one of the things I've learned is we have at least for me, the word try shouldn't even be in our vocabulary, right? We just let's just go. Let's just move forward. And so I'm learning that myself, right? So you catch yourself. And that's the thing about the book Kadima and, and the theme. It's, it's not like something that's hard, fast, and rigid. It's helping you just become self-aware of the gift and talents you have, create an action plan, and hold yourself accountable to do it. And if you have a team behind you, family, they'll help you hold accountable, be accountable. And so that's the thing about moving forward and this unapologetic speaker camp. I mean, what is that? Be comfortable with the uncomfortable. And I love that because you don't really know really who you are when you actually step out of your comfort zone, move forward, step out of your comfort zone and see 
what it's like. And you know what? It's refreshing. It, it's, <laughs> it's like all your, all the, all the things that, all the things that stopped you before, you know, you can't do this. Don't do that. I talked in the book, all the negative self-talk. Why do you want to do that? All these things and say, you know what? Let's just move forward and let's go and see, go. And I will tell you that uh, both camps, I've learned so much, even the transformation of how to, how to connect with people. You know, that is one of the things, connection and building that relationship with people in the camp. And how do you speak to them? And part of that is actually truly speaking from your heart, which is what I learned from what you're, you know, all going through all the different things that we have to go through to make us uncomfortable. It really solidified about really truly speaking in your heart. You know, what's in my heart? I want to make the world a better place. I want to reach out to the younger generation. Why? Because those are our future leaders. Our younger generation are our future leaders. And what better thing, gift to do is to pass on these values or the things that I've learned say, hey, you know, you don't have to follow it. You can just listen, listen. Here's, here's something that, you know, maybe it may help, you know, when you come to a, you know, a certain point in your life. But here, try this. And then, and if they learn from that, great. And if they don't, that's okay too. Because you know what? There are going to be other mentors, other coaches, other folks. Yeah, other ev evolutions for them to go through. That's right. But the power of speaking from your heart is getting un uh, getting comfortable with the un uncomfortable. I mean, it's one of the most magical things I've learned was I grew up very military. So I mm. was very rigid on the things I did. But when I got very, very sick and you know came close to dying and lost my memory and all these crazy things that were happening to me in my past, I realized all that rigidness was keeping me from being free to be me. And in my mindset was, I have to do it this way and this is the only way. And I had these, these steps that must mm -hmm. happen. And when a step didn't work, I would get stuck because I'm like, but this is what's supposed to happen. Well, it wasn't working. Well, it's supposed to happen. So I'm going to sit at this wall until it works. And it wasn't until my brain injury that I realized there's no way I can go that way anymore. That way doesn't work. How can I work like water over, around, or through? How can I make mm -hmm. this work? And I found another way. And I'm like, oh, that was uncomfortable, but it worked. Well, that other way looks uncomfortable too. And so I just started going to all the uncomfortable ways and I found me. And mm -hmm. I found my voice. And so that's why when I share with other people, when I'm teaching my unapologetic speaker camp or any of those, any coaching I do, I say, go to the uncomfortable because we are so fixed in our comfort zone that we don't even know who we really are. When I first met you, you were very military. Yeah. <laughs> and all, yep, we was, all... <laughs> all we told you was unbutton the jacket. Unbutton the jacket. <laughs> You unbutton it and there's something changed about you. And the next thing you know, you kind of, you took it off and it was like a whole nother speaker. Like, whoa, that was amazing. <laughs> Just the suit alone. And so when I'm, when we're talking here and our audience is listening, what do you hold on to because it's comfortable and you think it's so comfortable that you have to stay there. But what you really want is on the other side of the uncomfortable wall. What is it? Go mm -hmm. test that ground. Or as Marsh and I say, don't try. There is no try, as Yoda says. There is no try. Do or do not. Because when you go, it'll either work or it won't. There is no try. Mm -hmm. And you know what? The thing about it, the, to your point, that even if it doesn't work, right, you it's learn. okay. Right? Then you move on to do something, something else. You know, I, I talked about it in my book about, you know, my whole dream was to be a pilot to be an astronaut. I have lined that whole thing out. My dad had helped me when I was in 10th grade saying, well, if you're going to do that, you're going to have to go to the Naval Academy, you know, and I had to do all that. And the thing about it is that at, at service selection night, my eyesight was bad and I, I blew out my knee. So that whole dream of being a pilot and, and, and going through that, just, it didn't materialize. So yeah, I will tell you, I was heartbroken for about two to three weeks but i had an alternate plan i was going to be a navy supply officer and i'm like okay let's go and i did and the navy has taken me to these awesome adventures long beach being on a battleship again meeting some of my classmates at uh, the same port and, and things and just 
and and it was it's great right and then after that next thing you know being uncomfortable being comfortable with the uncomfortable right yeah they sent me to become a combat systems officer on a on a on an LHA which is a small aircraft carrier for the marines no formal training other than what i've learned from the naval academy and that was 15 years into my career that totally out as a supply corps so from there, I can say that God has been molding me to do other things. And, and that's really, you know, the being hospitalized after COVID and things like that, that was the transformation or the mental shift to sit down and say, okay, what really things, what do things matter here, right? Uh, family matters. People matter. Future generation matter. Colleagues matter. Shipmates, they all matter reach out to them, tell them you love them, tell them, hey, yeah, I thought about you today, right? Because in this world, sometimes the world is actually mean, right? You get a lot of negativity around, don't surround yourself with that. You're designed with talents and gifts to make the world a better place. And that's the message I wanna get out to, you know, people I meet, the businesses that I coach, the clients that they're all there to succeed. And for the younger generation to make the world a better place. And that's absolutely beautiful. I mean, and, and that's really what uh, God put us here with a, with a mission. And yeah. I, there are big missions, there are small missions, there are missions of just molding the next generation by being the good person you are. There right. is no small mission. And so, what I loved about your book and your message is that people, so many people think, oh, if I'm going to make a difference in the world, it's got to be big and it's got to be. No, not everyone's doing that. Matter of fact, it's the quiet voices that are shifting the world more so than the ones who are standing on the huge stages. Mm -hmm. And I love that your book addressed the just keep moving, go mm -hmm. do what you're supposed to do. You know it in your heart. If you get quiet, you listen. God is speaking to you, mm -hmm. but you have to be willing to listen, be uncomfortable in the, the direction he's pushing you in, because I'm assuring you, it is not the big wide path that everyone else is going through. It's going to be the tiny skinny one that's kind of scary to go down, but that's how it works. And I'm so glad that you were willing to step out of that comfort zone and go from what you were doing before to what you are bringing to the world now. Mm -hmm. And when we come back from our break, I would love to go deeper into how do people work with you? How do they reach you? And what's coming on next for you in the next couple of years? And mm -hmm. well, you're moving pretty quick. So by the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Dr. Ken and, and Perfect Publishing. Thank you very much for that, you know, and uh, and and some of the some of the people that that again want to make a difference, uh, uh, Miss uh, Angel uh, Tusi for her, you know, helping helping me with uh, the press releases and things like that. I mean, it's Mamie Lamy. Yes, it's it. That's right. And uh, yes, wonderful uh, person and helped me through those values. Right, learning how to connect and speaking with people at the different levels they're at. In fact, uh, you know, I've, I've shared that with my family. You know, when my sisters and my brother are saying, hey, you know, we communicate differently. And uh, and it was very enlightening. <laughs> awesome. Oh, my goodness. Well, we have a minor issue here, I think. I think my phone's about to die. I have to okay. move. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Marsh, start talking. <laughs> start talking. <laughs> I have to move my entire my entire setup. Okay. So tell us more about Kadima and uh, the biblical background of Kadima, because you shared that at the boot camp, and I thought that was phenomenal. Right. So part of that is, uh, you know, again, uh, my uh, my brother uh, brother in arms, I call him Arthur. You know, he's a, a great troop, and uh, you know, he's been going to Israel with me for uh, a couple of times, and and we talked about just moving forward. In fact, we thought about it as like, you know what, if we just never even decided to go, just to say, well, let's just go. And we did. And it's like, oh, okay, this is moving forward. You know, and so, so the thing about 
moving forward is that when you look at the scriptures about the parting of the Red Sea and uh, even the story of Joseph with the things that he has gone through, falsely accused, placed in prison, sold, all those things, he had a dream and that dream materialized 22 years later. So at age 17, he was sold, he was in prison, uh, all the things happened and then 20, 22 years later at age, you know, 30, uh, 40, he's, he is, um, he, he realized his dream to be second in command of Egypt. And so, you know, from that moving forward, hold on to your dream and just take the steps little by little to go forward. Um, there is a, there's another book by uh, uh, the authors Noble and Kaufman called uh, Real Time Leadership. And it's kind of interesting because they have this framework called move, <laughs> move. M, it means mental, be mindfully alert. M, move. O is to look at all the opportunities that's available to you. V is to visualize and put that vantage point, figure out what's going on. And then E, engage, meaning move. And it's so refreshing to find out, you know, that a lot of, it's not just me. When you look at people, normal folks, folks that, you know, in the community, they are moving. Uh, you know, whether they're in government or whether they're in retail or their sales, you know, the kids are studying, that's moving. You know, they have dreams. Some of them, maybe, you know, they're not sure what they want to do. Okay. That's how, you know, talking to other folks who are like motivated to say, okay, what is it that you want to do? Let me help you get there. Let me point you in some direction where you can go. Wow. So really the Kadima, the biblical theme there, you look throughout all of scripture where people are always moving um, one step at a time. Oh, I just had a flash on something and it just dropped out of my mind. It's almost like um, when Moses was going, went to the water Yes. and God said, cross it. And he mm -hmm. said, how, <laughs> how are we going to do this? Right. He prayed you know? him, right. Yeah, you, what, what, how are we going to do this? And he said, move, right? Move. move. Right. Tell Israelites and, to move. And while they were all going through and the waters parted, oh, oh, I can see it in my head. When the waters parted and the Egyptians started following right behind them. Uh, there's something about that. When he, they started going behind him and the, and the, um, Israelites were afraid of being caught and they, they were afraid they, they, they lost faith while they were crossing. Now this is a huge body of water. Mm -hmm. um, ah, did you tell me this story or well, do yeah, I know the, this? The water congealed. And uh, the thing is uh, in, in the scriptures, God allowed uh, confuse the Egyptian army. The wheels fell off the chariots and things that was like it. that. Yeah. Uh, they, the, the wheels got stuck in, mm -hmm. in the mud and, I was thinking it has something also to do with Kadima. Yes. Because the the Egyptians were able to move, but the ones without faith did not. Mm -hmm. Help yeah. me here. Yeah. Am I yeah. am I even translating that right? Yeah. So what happened is that um, not the Israelites did cross the sea, but if you look at real close in the scriptures in Exodus uh, twelve, a mixed multitude followed them meaning they weren't Israelites. So they traveled with them oh, they all were the way to Mount Sinai, right? So it wasn't just all of Israel left. There was a mixed multitude that went with them who were not Israelites. So again, this is what I'm saying about like-motivated folks, that if you're with people who want to move forward, who want to better themselves or, who, or have a dream, you know, talk about your dreams and elevate and say, yeah, you know, this is the possibility rather than, no, it can't be done. You know, <laughs> you know, I have a, it was, it's kind of interesting. I'll just tell you a, another quick story. Uh, you know, at the Academy, we just finished our, uh, our last uh, final exam. We're going to graduate as ensigns and we're going to become ensigns. And, uh, you know, I, I got to hand it to my, uh, you know, my buddy, Vic Mercado. You know, I remember telling him, I said, you know, you're going to make Admiral. And sure enough, he made two-star Admiral. You know, nice. that is moving forward. You know, that is, you know, the folks that, again, just um, believe in you. Yeah, it's 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 just Kadima. It's just moving forward. Have a dream. Take it one step at a time and move forward. 
That is beautiful. Okay, so we are going to continue this conversation about okay. surrounding yourself with the right kind of people who help you with your dreams right. and coming from both sides, because you, I never knew that there were other people that followed the um, Israelites through yes. the water. I did not know that. Yeah. And when we come back after break, we're going to go more into how do people work with you mm -hmm. and uh, basically what, what kind of results are we looking for at the end? So mm -hmm. stay with us, be right back and uh, share this with a friend because Kadima. <laughs> we'll be right back. Hello, you're watching Mental Shift. My name is Dr. Michelle Moross, and we are talking about Kadima tonight with Marshall Dumlau. Now, just in case you didn't realize this, but did you know that TNC is a live stream platform of online shows for people on the go? We invite you to watch our shows as seen here on the screen. And now imagine having your own show, your own playlist, your own content, but we make it easier for you. TNC aims to transform the lives of our viewers through engaging authentic and original content. Our mission is to become a community where passionate people accept each other, share inspiration, and promote positive transformation. Our vision is to be a global 24-7 live stream channel that showcases Filipino talent, global influencers, cultural intelligence, and ingenuity. Now, of course, don't forget to watch and support Mental Shift, where we talk about our experiences, encourage each other to be unapologetically ourselves. My show is every Tuesday nights at 7.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time and Wednesdays at 10.30 in, in the morning in the Philippines. If you happen to miss an episode, you can always go back and watch the replays. Just go to or follow hashtag TNC now on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Now, would you like to be a show sponsor? If so, contact the channel through private message or email at N-O-W at thenewchannel.com. So enjoy these life-changing shows because we made them just for you. And please welcome back to the show, Marshall Dunlop. All right. <laughs> I am so glad it's you that my, my phone and my internet's all messing up for <laughs> <laughs> because you you know I'm not crazy and you know I'm actually rather efficient. This is completely out of my control. Mm -hmm. But that's the thing about, that's also with Kadima. When mm -hmm. things are difficult, when things don't seem to work right, 
you kadima, you work through, you go, you find your way. And with us, you help me with this is, okay, the computer won't log on, but for some reason the phone does. So we found a way yeah. over, around, and through. Yes. That's actually a biblical scripture. Um, you know, really? it, yes, it is actually the blessing that Jacob gave to Joseph. Uh, I was taught by uh, Rabbi, Rabbi uh, Oswaldo. Um, he said, you know, take a look at that blessing. It says the branches on Joseph go over the wall. And I said, well, his branches go over the wall. Well, what does that mean? Yeah. Said, well, it can mean that whatever obstacle we have, we can go over the wall. We can go around it. We can do anything we want. We just have to put our mind to it and move forward to do it. I like it. Right. I've been, and, I was doing a biblical verse. verse there you go. <laughs> so branches go over the wall. And I think that's part of the, the thing, whether, you know, you, you use the scriptures or this, or, if, you know, you subscribe to it. The thing about it is when we come up with an obstacle and there's another book that's actually says the obstacle is the way, you know, that's, that's probably why you have to go through that obstacle, whether it's over it, around it. Uh, just keep trying. Don't quit. Oh, no, try. Do oh, or do not. That's right. Just keep moving forward. That's right. Keep moving forward. Kadima. That's right. Kadima. And, and, and oh, yeah. And, and I remember the first time I heard you say Kadima, I heard Kadiwa. And I'm like, children, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but it works. Children move on. Kadiwa, Kadima. Mm. It's almost like children move. I don't children know. move. Right. I mean, yeah. if you look at all the children, they're, they're not. On a, they are unapologetic, right? They will do the things that they want to do. And uh, there was an exercise in our in our coaching cohort. Uh, you know, uh, some great folks again. And and when I, when I was going through getting my certification in coaching, you know, we looked at at our at ourselves. We, we took a kid's our own kid's picture and said, "Looked at look at it." I said, "What do you see?" You know. And to me, I looked at my own picture when I was eleven. I'm like, wow, this kid's smiling. I need to smile more. You know, what's going on? Right? Because we get stuck with this, wear your suit and tie, wear your uniform, don't smile, do this, get out there, you know, get the mission done. And yes, you do have to get the mission done. The thing about it is all that, you know, again, that speaker can't help me get, get some of that out of the way. And just to be yourself, you know, to smile, to work with people. Everybody's created the image of God. Everybody has talents and gifts. And at least for me, if they come across my path, then I'm here to help them. Exactly. And I, I love to say, embrace your toddler mindset. Yes. And that's why at the uh, speaker boot camp, we, we did a lot of play. We did a lot of play because as adults, we forget that part of life is enjoying it. Mm -hmm. And we play so that we can connect with that person inside of us that is able to connect with everyone. And we can connect when we loosen up a bit. <laughs> you know, yeah, I got to hand it. You know, my, my wife, Roselle, uh, awesome, awesome. Awesome. An amazing artist, by the way. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. And, and again, she would remind me, how come you're not smiling? Can you just smile? And so that's the thing that, you know, it takes a while to get out. But then actually attending the two camps, it's like, you know, okay, be comfortable with the uncomfortable. Start smiling. And then people go, well, why are you smiling? It's a rainy day. Well, it's still great. I love it here. <laughs> I woke up, didn't I? That's a yeah. great day. Every day above ground is a good day. Mm -hmm. And well, I would love right now to get into your executive business coaching. Um, okay. I, I, I know we, we talked a bit about your authorship already, but executive business coaching is crucial because I've seen you. And I've seen you connect with people and I've seen you talk with people and I think more people need to work with you. And so how, how do they work with focal point and how, how do they reach you? And when they do reach you, how does that process work? Do they work on with you one-on-one? -on -one? Do you have group coaching? Uh, how, how do people get a hold of Marshall Dunlap? Okay, right. So the, uh, you know, the website, marshalldumlau.focalpointcoaching.com is the first step. Or you can email me, you know, mdumlau at focalpointcoaching.com. Uh, so the thing about what I love about Focal Point and, and the modules and, and the, and again, it's this 
like motivated folks, because it's not just me as a coach. There are about 250 other coaches who want people to succeed. And so this reach back, things that are are uh, familiar to me in the Navy, even as a supply officer, if I couldn't get a part, I knew somebody who could. And there was that always that reach back. And so the beauty about focal point uh, business coaching is that it is a reach back. There are over 250 other coaches worldwide who deal with companies, small businesses and teams. And, and, and I can reach back to any one of them saying, Hey, I've got a problem, or at least this business is experiencing this. What did you do when you did this? And then the other thing about it is that the modules that we have, they're based out of Brian Tracy and Camp Frazier, Campbell mm-hmm. Frazier. Uh, I, I think you've uh, heard of Brian Tracy as the author, world renowned, world victory, uh, flight plan, eat that frog, uh, all those things, right? And he had put these, these modules together. And the thing I like about it is that it's tailorable. So when a person reaches out to me and explains what they're going through, I'll we'll figure out, you know, where we can focus. So we don't just have to focus on, okay, we're just going to do sales and just do that. No, it's where they really need help with, whether it's in leadership, whether it's effectiveness, growth, or even just clarity. I find out that in some of my clients or prospects that I talk to, uh, it's the clarity piece. It's first the clarity. It's like, what do you want to do, right? What's your dream? Where do you see yourself a year from now? Uh, How would you rate that? In other words, what would it be? What would be that scale of one to ten when you achieve that vision or that objective? And then go. Well, where are you now, currently? Now, when you have a point B and a point A, okay, let's go ahead and take this journey and Kadima move forward, and we'll we'll help you get there to reach your objective. And yes, it is one-on-one coaching, once a week, bi-monthly, or it could be group coaching. Uh, the things with group coaching, that's just a difference with one-on-one is just the accountability aspect of it. Okay. Right. But that's how they work. Okay. So they would be able to work with you and it doesn't matter where in the world they are, right? No, no. Zoom or, you know, if I, you know, face-to-face here locally, Colorado Springs or workshops and and things, but uh, Zoom is is good too um, on that. But, you know, I'm willing to go, like I say, anywhere. One of my other goals is to go back to the Philippines and to help out that younger generation, too, you know, to to help them. What motivates them, you know, help them achieve their dreams. Well, and I wanted you to say that out loud because I have a lot of Philippine watchers (laughs) (laughs) because I can see you going into universities and training groups. And I wanted you to say it out loud because we have a lot of people who watch Mental Shift that can make that happen. So Marshall would be a wonderful person to come into universities, to schools and train. Mm -hmm. And from across the ocean, you can zoom them in or let yeah. him go home. He would love right. to come back to the Philippines. <laughs> you know, we did. We did. Roselle and I did go back in 2018 uh, to and spent uh, about uh, two and a half weeks there. Lovely oh. place. Beautiful. We went back to the province in uh, Batolan, Sambalas, and okay. just uh, awesome, awesome people, you know, and, and I think that's part of giving back, you know, is that I am an immigrant. Uh, I was naturalized. The thing about it is that, you know, the world just needs to say to see that you know there's somebody out there that cares and if all of us can say you know we care and we want to help people move forward regardless of where you're at i think the world would be a better place of course it would but i have to ask you a really really um crazy question okay you're like me can you speak tagalog no (laughs) <laughs> we both lost it good okay i was like oh i was like if he could speak it i'm gonna be so jealous <laughs> no i'm gonna have to learn how to do that real quick <laughs> you will you will because yeah. i mean the world has gotten so much smaller and i mean in the philippines everyone's pretty much speaks english anyways sure. but it would be nice to know our own language again don't you think yes you know and that was something you know that uh you know, when we came out here in, in the States, you know, my mom and dad who, you know, my dad had passed away. My mom is still alive and my brother and sisters, they're, you know, uh, helping her out and, and doing, you know, doing the best they can and uh, got to hand it to them. And so they just didn't speak Tagalog to us. I can hear them speak it. I can understand a little bit. But for us, it was you're here in the United States. 
and uh, you're going to school and 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 learn the English. And so that's what we did. Yeah, same with here. Mm -hmm. Same here. And no, I was just thinking it with the with the Naval Academy. I mean, that was it wouldn't have worked. You would have been it would have been pretty much drilled <laughs> out of you anyways. <laughs> but I, I just I love your background. I love how much you've come through and you've grown through and that you've come back to help the next generation because you had that awakening when mm. you got COVID that that's mm. a huge scare. It was something that we, no one really knew about. They didn't know how it was going to affect us long-term mm -hmm. and to go into the hospital and realize, did I play small and did I give back? And, and it's a huge blessing to learn that. And, I'm glad you came out and you're fine. Yeah. But a lot of people don't make it out and then they have mm -hmm. those regrets on their deathbed and boom, it's gone. And so mm -hmm. I always think when people do, oh, I'm so sorry that happened to you. I do don't. Mm -hmm. I needed to wake up because I didn't take advantage of the gift that was given to me on this earth. And now, now I will. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, and so really that's part of our coaching is you, you want to enlighten people to, Move, Kadima. Yeah. Keep moving. Don't give up. Right. Follow your dreams. Yeah, follow your dreams. And mine is be the best you every day. Get up and go be the best version of you. You don't have to be perfect every day. Just attempt to be the best version of you every day. And eventually you will get closer and closer to that person that you really want to see in the mirror. It's Kadima. Mm -hmm. Keep getting up. Keep moving and that's really a passion for pretty much all coaches i've ever met is they want to help lift people to another level and not just one person as many people as we possibly can right. so that they can go out and lift as many other people as they can right. we want that domino effect instead of being the what is that there's a the saying about the little boy that's walking down the beach and taking the sand dollars and the starfish and throwing them back in the ocean. Mm -hmm. And the other person comes back and says, you're being silly. You're picking up one starfish at a time. And, and the kid does, you know, it doesn't matter. You're only picking up one at a time. Mm -hmm. And the kid throws another one and says, matter to that one. There's another <laughs> one, matter to that one. Right. And so that's what we do as coaches is we we want to reach many, 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 but we'll be happy to reach one and make a difference in one life. And if we do that every day, being the best version of us, helping everyone else move Kadima. Yes. We are doing our part in our gift that we've been brought to this world for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, we, uh, you know, we're, we're, um, we're designed to be connected and, and to build relationships. You know, it, it's no matter where you go, even if you're pumping gas, you have a relationship with that gas station attendant who you may not even meet. The thing is, they're there working and you're connecting. And and so those are the things that I think sometimes with a busy world we miss. And we see that, you know, now that, you know what, everybody matters in this world, right? It's, we have to just do our best to, to make sure that there's hope to give that message to say, not just hope, but hope with intent and deliberate steps to, to achieve what they want to do. Yeah, deliberate steps, deliberate. intentionality. Mm -hmm. And I, I also believe that you know, when, when God puts us on this planet, he doesn't want us to willy nilly blow like the wind through things. He wants us to have a plan. He sure. told us the plan, his big plan, mm -hmm. come back home. Right. Make it back. Mm -hmm. And to make it back, it means we have to make steps. We have to do certain things that will bring us closer. You don't have to. We have free will. Mm -hmm. But it's highly suggested that you do so. Yes. <laughs> you, you know, know. I, we, we, can sit, we can sit and wait and not do anything. But then why are you here? Mm -hmm. Really? So intentionality is a huge part audience members, you out there that's watching right now doing, but mm -hmm. I can just sit here. No. Kadima, mm -hmm. keep moving, be like water, be over, around, and through. And oh, what was I going to say to you, Marsha? Mm -hmm. What would you like to leave with the audience to think about? And we can discuss a little bit. We've only got like, I don't know, 12 more minutes, but I would love to get on to 
what would you like to share with the audience that we can dig a little deeper in before we, we say goodnight? I think the fact is just dreaming big, right? To get deep and say, what's truly in your heart that really energizes you? You know, what is it that makes us move? You know, we can go to work and I get it. Work is work. You know, the thing is we're there for a reason. And at the end of the day, what has energized you on that? Uh, there's this attitude of gratitude that, you know, I used to go into uh, at work when I, my former job. And I would say, I would just uh, let the folks know that I love this place. And they're like looking at me going, what do you mean? I love this place. It's so exciting. And it's desk work, right? And people are going, what are you talking about, sir? You know, and I'm like, this is great. Can't you see? This is a great Navy day and we're going to do great things. And I think that dreaming big and understanding that you're part of a mission, part of a huge goal, whatever that goal is, whether it's set by, you know, the company that you're working for, or even if you're a solopreneur, whatever that goal is, it's, it's, it's big, you know, because it's going to touch somebody. Businesses touch people. Business is a relationship. They provide a service or a product, but they're there to help somebody else out with their need. And that's really the the really the root of, of all businesses. There is a service that we provide that somebody else needs help with. And we're there to deliver it the best we can. I love it. Right? Now, I have to ask you a question about your book. Because mm -hmm. you talk about harmonizing time between self, relationships, and career. Yes. And you know, people say it's a juggling act. How do you see it? Um, well, you know, we're all taught like a juggling act, right? And so there are certain tools that a lot of folks have written already. The Eisenhower matrix, for example, like do your most urgent and most important thing first. And then anything that's not important, not urgent, well, then you really got to consider why you're even doing it in the first place, right? The thing about it is, again, we when we get back to making connections and relationships, it starts with you. So take care of yourself first. You know, if, if you're not feeling well, take care of yourself. Find out, you know, to get out of that shell, whether it has to start with you. And then from there, then it permeates to the family, whether you're married or have kids or, or not married, or if you have friends, connect with them because those are the most important thing. I'm not sure, you know, I don't know if everybody, you know, if somebody was on their deathbed, I haven't recorded it. Don't know if anybody said it, but would they say, I wish I worked harder in my job? Or did I wish I spent time with my family? Or did I wish I spent time with my kids? Or I should have done this. And so the thing about harmonizing that is it starts with you. And then it goes to your family. And then your career. Right? So that's, you know, if you call it a juggling act, it's really trying to harmonize it. Some people call it work-life balance. I just say, there is, there, yes, say, there is no balance. There is no balance. That's why I like, I picked up that word because I like to harmonize. It makes sense. Right. I mean, I, I told you I was on my deathbed and the last thing on my deathbed was not, I wonder what my ROI is. It right. was, I hope my family knows I love them. I hope yes. people know that I made, I wanted, you know, I wanted to do my best and I love them and I, give me another chance. I promise to make it all better. You know, that kind of thing. It had nothing to do with my career. It was my relationships and taking care of myself. And at the end is my career was giving back to the other people. Yes. So fill your pitcher so mm -hmm. you can fill the cups of other people around you, especially when you're a giver. Oh, and, and, and here's the mental shift, right? I, uh, I like that. You know, some say the glass is half full. Some say the, the glass is half empty, right? What the mental shift really is, is no, the glass is overflowing. If we can look at our glass overflowing rather than, okay, it's half full or half empty or the, no, it overflows. And that's why I call it harmonizing because whether we say we're juggling all these things, we are meant to move. And it's, it's kind of interesting. There was a phrase, I don't know where I remember reading it from, but it says that they always give the mission to the somebody that's always busy. That's always yeah. moving. Right. Yeah. And so for those, you know, those those 
those uh, class act employees or, you know, future leaders that are moving, they always get a lot more to get done. Well, because they're getting a lot done, right? Because it is, and they have a way of harmonizing all those things to get things done. And so it's not just one or the other work in life. It's everything is thrown at you and go, okay, let's, let's try it. You know, let's go for it. <laughs> yeah. If you want something done, give it to a busy person. Yeah. And because, yeah, you will find a way, a busy person will find a way. And was that idle hands is the devil's playground. Yeah. And so really it's move. <laughs> right. Move. So yes, move. If, if you look, you know, I think on, on the last speech that I had at your uh, unapologetic speaker camp, uh, I left with that one, one uh, scripture of Micah 6, 8. What is God that requires of you, right? To do justice, love mercy, and walk humbly before thy God. Well, if you hear that, do, love, walk, that's all moving. <laughs> yeah, there's no stationary in, in, in the Bible. There's none. It doesn't say sit and be patient. Mm -hmm. It will come. Mm -hmm. It says go, go, go forth. <laughs> go forth. There's no stationary. There's nothing. Yeah. Even poor, even Mary, when she was going to give birth, had to move. I mean, it, there's no, there's no rest for the weary, right? You, you must keep moving. There's nothing mm -hmm. about idleness that is uh, pushed about mm -hmm. uh, enlightenment of any right. sort. And so that, that is why I, I asked you about that because I really wanted to hear that whole harmonizing because I have so many people do, but I'm so busy. I'm juggling this and I'm juggling that. No, you're not. You need to find an, a harmony between all of it where it's almost like a nebulous that's moving around. And I said, even if you're not a biblical person or if you are a biblical person, even the, the Bible talks about, you know, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It always talks about threes. Things are, are always unbalanced. There's mm -hmm. always three. But the most stable thing in the universe is the three, the three-legged stool, the triangle. Mm -hmm there's a hint in everything around us that geometry mm. that three is the most powerful thing but when you look at it it looks unstable but it is the most stable mm -hmm. yeah the so engineering me remembered that <laughs> see you're, you have an engineering uh, background that's right yeah uh, it, it is it, it is uh you know the um you constantly move you can sit sit down and be quiet. You know, there's this uh, thing about oh, leaning right. in, le leading with people. Again, I'm, look, I, I'm using some terms in, in other books that I've read. And then there's times we have to st still sit back for a moment and just reassess. And I think that was really that time when I got sick, was that that was the time to be still a little bit reassessed that really what I wanted to do and, and put down again in a journal. And that's why I think visualizing, if you write it down, it will happen. Yeah, the likelihood it will happen. If you don't, it's very difficult to make it happen. And I can show you the scribble of my, my journal. I said in 22 December, 2022, I'd open up my business. And then in 2023 and 2024, I'd write my book. But all that happened all at once when I met you, it was like, oh no, you're going to do this. And also you're going to give me that book in five weeks. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, and the thing is, is even when you got sick and you got quiet to think, thinking is movement. It is. It's movement in your mind. And so that's why when we sit quietly and we meditate and we pray, it's moving at another mm -hmm. level. It's at your brain level and the connection level. So when we say get quiet, pray, meditate, that's not sitting. That's mm -hmm. moving in another way in your brain because you have to vision. You have mm -hmm. to envision what's coming. It doesn't just appear. So you have to see the path of what you want and start walking somewhere in that direction to make it happen. Yes. So Marshall, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for thank putting you up with me tonight with all my crazy <laughs> internet and all and for joining us all because my audience needed to meet you. And I hope that someone reaches out to you from the Philippines and brings you out to go train at the universities or at some of the big companies that come through, you know, the import places that come through Manila, especially mm -hmm. because you are brilliant and more people need to meet you. And thank you so much for thank joining you. me tonight. And for all of you watching tonight, 
Thank you for joining me and Marshall. And if you want to connect with Marsh, go to his website and let's see if I can find it. It's, what is it, Marshall? MarshallDumlau.FocalPointCoaching.com. Right there it it's is. It's right <laughs> below us. <laughs> I knew they would do that for you. Mm -hmm. So thank you everyone for joining us tonight on Mental Shift. Remember, we're here every Tuesday night for the America, Wednesday morning in Asia. Join us on Mental Shift or go check out some more of the shows on TNC. And until then, this is the end of season for Mental Shift, and we will see you for the next season next time. Have a great week, everyone. Marshall, take care. I'll see you soon. And good night, everybody. Good night, Marsh. Good night.